We hope you enjoy this message from Andrew Naismith, recorded at Equippers Church, Dunedin. For more information, please visit equipperschurch.com. Um, how we doing? I heard this morning was awesome. I was out in Mosgiel. Um, Mosgiel was amazing. Hello, Mosgielians. Woo! Mosgielites, or whatever you like to be called. Cool. Um, I'm really excited for tonight. Um, I never thought I'd do a musical. I'm not normally a fan of musicals, um, but I am a fan of circuses, um, which uh, Olivia is not. She's talking at the moment. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, no. So I, I love uh, circuses and Liv loves musicals, and so we came to a compromise uh, sometime in our lives to watch this movie. I um, mean, that message is actually through this movie is amazing. Um, I don't know if you know, but we're doing The Greatest Showman tonight. A great friend of ours, won't name them, they thought it was the greatest snowman, but it's not. <laughs> um, no, it's the greatest showman. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, really what it's about, it's about um, this guy called uh, P.T. Uh, Barnum, um, and basically he, he gathers a bunch of people who are the outcasts, and we'll talk about it a little bit, um, but he creates what we know now as like the circus, so he creates kind of the first circus. Through this journey, ups and downs, um, it gets burnt down, and, and there's a whole lot about dreams, but um, there's three things I want to talk about tonight. Uh, the first one is coming alive. Uh, the second one is um, fully trusting in God. And then the third one, I should have got my notes out. Third one, I'll get it out now. It's really good. Oh, and knowing who you are in Christ. I should have, that's my, it's, my, it's where I land. Should have known that. Cool. Um, so we're going to play the first clip. Enjoy. Um, my prayer for this is that we leave with the same joy going into our works as, this, uh, as we have during this clip. I know when I watched these movies, I was filled with joy and happiness and want to sing along. Um, but my, my prayer is that that um, joy will be instilled in us um, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Cool? Well, let's watch it. Zombie enemies. Two, please. You're asleep inside, but you can shake awake. Cause you're just a dead man walking. Think about your only option. But you can flip the switch and brighten up your darkness game. Sun is up and the color's blinding. Put the world and redefine it. Leave behind the narrow mind. You'll never be the same. Come alive. Come alive. Go and light your light. Let it burn so bright. Reach it on to the sky. And it's open wide. You're there to swear fire. The world becomes a fantasy. And you're more than you could ever be. Cause you dream with your eyes wide open. Whoa, no, you can't go back again to the world that you were living in. Cause you dream with your eyes wide open. So come alive. Stay that way. Someone in no shadow. You and 
bad. Criminal. Degrading. Surface. I like surface. Mr. Bennett from the Herald. Come to take in another show, huh? Tell me, Mr. Varnum, does it bother you that everything you're selling is fake? Do these smiles seem fake? Doesn't matter where they come from, the joy is real. So you are a philanthropist? Oh, hyperbole isn't the worst crime. Men suffer more from imagining too little than too much. The creed of a true fraud. Mr. Bennett, when was the last time you smiled? I had a good laugh. A real laugh. Theater critic who can't find joy in the theater. Now who's a fraud? Oh, uh, Mr. Bennett. Yeah, that word you used to describe my show has a nice ring to it. Awesome. PJ, uh, PT Barnum Circus. Who enjoyed that? Who wanted to get up and dance? Woo-hoo! Um, that was it's like... <laughs> It's quite amazing, that song, because there's so many emotions and so many types of feelings wrapped up in this happy jive. Um, at the start of this song, we start off saying, um, you stumble through your days, go your head hung low, your sky is a shade of gray. Like a zombie in a maze, you're asleep. Um, you're asleep inside, but you can't shake away because you're just a dead man walking, and that's your only option. Um, 
I think some people in here might feel that way right now. They've come into church and maybe that uh, someone's shaking their hand and that uh, uh, they've experienced this praise and worship, but inside we're feeling like there's something missing. Inside we're feeling like there's a joy that we've lost them. But I love in the song that there's a switch. They talk about the flip of the switch. Uh, it has a turning point. Um, but you can flip the switch and brighten up your darkest day. Sun is up and the colors blinding. Take the world and redefine it. Leave behind your narrow mind. You'll never be the same. Come alive, come alive. Go and ride your light. Let it burn so bright, reaching up to the sky, and it's open wide. You're electrified. So I believe this is a type of joy which Jesus brings into our lives once we encounter him. Tonight, what I really want to do is set up an encounter where every single person, no matter if you've been here for the first time uh, or, no, or if you've been here um, ever since this church was established, um, I believe there's an encounter for you tonight if you're willing just to step into it. Um, Ephesians 2.6, if the guys have it, says, Instead, in mercy and mercy um, and incredible love, he embraced us. He took our sin-dead lives. He made us alive in Christ. He did this all on his own with no help from us. Then he picked us up and set us down in the highest heaven in company with Jesus, our Messiah. And Romans 15, 13 says, uh, Now may the God of hope fill you with joy and peace in believing, that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Come on, I believe an encounter uh, with Jesus Christ will make us become alive. The old things are gone, the new is here. Jesus came to give us life. And life in its full. Not a new set of rules, not a new set of um, way, like, not a new, like, you have to do this, but a new way of living. The sun is up and the color's blinding. Take the world and redefine it. Come on, once we've had an encounter with Jesus, I believe this is the, how we view our lives. I said at the start of this that I hope we all um, leave this place with the joy that we've all just experienced while listening to that song. It's happy, it makes you feel good, but it's only a moment. Um, Jesus' joy is for a lifetime. Um, I like the, the circus people. Um, it, it reflects quite well with the uh, type of people Jesus hung out with. Um, circus folk, they're a little bit odd. Well, we look at them and we think they're a little bit odd. Um, we think they're, they're probably the outcasts of society. Some of them might have deformities and sicknesses. But what um, Barnum says, and hear me here, I'm not saying he's Jesus at all, but some of the personalities which he portrays is um, he pulls greatness out of everyone. It doesn't matter what they look like. Um, uh, yeah, it doesn't matter what you look like. There is greatness inside of you. There's a destiny inside of you. An encounter with Jesus, he wants you to come alive with joy and who he has called you to be. Come on, there's truth that everybody is of value. Everybody has a place and everybody has a core. And when you encounter Jesus, there's a joy that is overwhelming. You can't contain it. Many times in the Bible, I've been sharing with my creative team lately that um, when Jesus encounters people or um, the Holy Spirit encounters people and comes upon people, they can't contain it. They fall to their knees, they laugh, they, they burst out in tears. They say, Jesus, Jesus, how can this happen? Um, and, I, and I pray that every Sunday, that that's our church, that, that every Sunday that our Holy Spirit uh, speaks to every single one of you here and says, hey, I'm here to meet you. I'm here to fill you with the joy. Um, Maybe you feel like there's something missing tonight. Maybe you're this, you've walked in for the first time and you think, hey, uh, there's actually something missing in my life. I'm searching. Um, I've tried some things and some things haven't worked. And um, I've come into this place and someone shook my hand and gave me some popcorn. And all of a sudden, I might have felt warm and fuzzy. Or maybe we went into praise and worship and you're like, oh, there's actually a freedom and a joy here that I need, that I want. Or maybe you're like the old theater critic who have every, every Sunday, or maybe let's take it to the theater shows, every theater show you come in and you've just lost this joy of, you've just lost the joy of the theater. 
Come on, that we come in and we, and we start just to criticize and judge. But come on, there's an encounter for you tonight. There's an encounter for you to experience your joy, for renewal of the mind. Let's change the way we think. Um, God calls us to encounters so that we can come alive. If my first point was going to be that just in one moment, just in one encounter, God can flip around your situation, um, that would be it. Come on, there's an encounter for you tonight. <laughs> um, the next scene we've got um, is an interesting one. It's a little bit risky. It's in a bar, so if you, you know, it's, it's water or juice or whatever you want to think. Um, um, Zach Efron. Who knows Zach Efron? High School Musical. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Zach Efron. Um, so basically, he is living um, his life. He's successful. He's dealing with like the upper class, where they'd say Barnum's kind of dealing with a lower mid to class market. Um, so Zach Efron, he's like killing the game in the sense. So he's dealing with all the successful people who's well known, but he knows inside that there's something missing. That he's not actually living life to his full potential. He's kind of just taking money and doing what he wants. But there's something still missing, and um, Barnum comes up with this, uh, this just conversation. He's like, hey, why don't you come work with me? So let's watch it. Can I buy you a drink? <laughs> I want to go after the carriage trade, present legitimate acts, expand our appeal, go after the snobs. If you only knew how suffocating they are. So come join the circus. You clearly have a flair for show business. Teach me how to appeal to the highbrows. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Mr. Barnum, I can't just run off and join the circus. Why not? Sounds thrilling, doesn't it? Let's just say that I find it much more comfortable admiring your show from afar. Comfort, the enemy of progress. Do you understand that just associating with you could cost me my inheritance? Oh, it could cost you more than that. You'd be risking everything, but on the other hand, well, you just might find yourself a free man. Right here, right now. I put the offer out. I don't want to chase you down. I know you see it. You run with me, and I can cut you free out of the treachery of walls you keep in. So trade that typical for something colorful. And if it's crazy, live a little crazy. You can play it sensible, a king of conventional. Or you can risk it all and see. trapped in. Now I admire you, and that will show you do. You're onto something, really it's something. But I live among the swells, and we don't pick up peanut shells. I'll have to leave that up to you. And parties and play If I were mixed up with you I'd be the talk of the town Disgraced and disowned Another one of the clowns But you would finally live a little 
find a life for me Just let me give you the freedom to dream And it'll wake you up and cure your aching Take your walls and start them breaking Now that's a deal that seems worth taking But I guess I'll leave that up to you Intriguing, but to go would cost me greatly. So, what percentage of the show would I be taking? Well, fair enough, you'd want a piece of all the action. I'd give you seven, we could shake and make it happen. I wasn't born this morning, 18 would be just fine. Why not just go ahead and ask for nickels on the dime? 15, I do eight, 12, maybe nine. Sir, looks like you have yourself a junior partner. What I have is an overcompensated apprentice. first side who knows uh, um, if you want to know what happens between them two you're gonna have to watch it yourself I don't tell you anything more uh, ooh. Um, I <laughs> who loves phones you've got to scroll and find where you are there we are um, I love the the conversation between this um, these two characters and the interaction they have it's a little bit like uh, when Jesus says hey come follow me yeah, <laughs> um, Zach Efron was very comfortable with the life he had. Successful, uh, he had money, he had wealth, he had fame. Um, but he knew that there was something missing in his life. He knew that um, he wasn't living up to his full potential. That there was potential for him to develop people. There was the potential for him uh, just to reach more people. Um, but he had an encounter with B.J. Barnum, um, and basically went like this: Hey, in order to fo- if I followed you, I'll have to risk my inheritance. And then we know what Barnum says, actually, no, you'll lose a lot more than that. <laughs> Who knows following Jesus is a little bit like this. Come on. We, when we follow Jesus, we don't choose just to give Jesus this part. We don't choose just to give Jesus our Sundays. We don't choose to give Jesus our, our work or our, our talents, but we actually choose to give Jesus our whole life and everything in it, the good. We choose to give God the ugly, and we also choose to give God the interesting um, uh, I love uh, first, uh, Mark 1, 16 to 20, if it comes up. I might move over so you can see it if you want. Um, it's when Jesus uh, talks to the uh, fisherman. He says, And as he walked past uh, by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, great name, and his brother casting in the net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Then Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. And they immediately left their nets and followed him. 
They knew what it took to uh, follow a life of Jesus. And what is interesting is that Jesus doesn't normally uh, pick, like, Jesus was a rabbi, um, and he wouldn't normally pick these types of people. Um, rabbis would normally pick, like, other rabbis or well-educated people. But Jesus knew that actually there was a calling, there was a desire, um, there was greatness inside these fishermen. And it wasn't just... Uh, uh, it wasn't um, just contained to people who have done some sort of study. It wasn't just contained to some people who are some sort of status, but actually there's a calling of greatness in every single person. And what it meant to them is they had to leave their worldly, what they were doing. They had to leave um, the fishing men. And I, I, fishing is a great occupation, like if you like fish, and, and people need to eat fish, so it needed to be done. But um, what I love to love about Jesus, he said, come on, you'll be, uh, I'll make you become fishers of men. He didn't say, I will make you fishers of men. He said, I will make you become. It's a journey. It's a process. It's not an overnight. Um, Jesus wants you to come on a journey with him. He doesn't want you to change completely overnight. Come on, I believe God will change some your situations in a, in a moment, in an encounter. But there's also a journey he's inviting us into. It's not just laying down your Sundays, but it's laying down your lives. Jesus saw the greatness in the fishermen, and he said to these fishermen, um, come with me. Fishermen, sorry about that. Um, cool. As you choose to follow Jesus, he unravels a life before you which you had never imagined. They thought their calling was being fishermen, and that's a great calling, but God has actually called you something greater to do. Um, I'm a graphics designer by uh, trade, I suppose you can call it, or by just learnt skill, whatever you want to call it. Um, and you all have occupations. But for me, um, graphic designer is kind of like my physical outworking. But I believe God's called me to make the house of God beautiful. Uh, what has God called you to do in the kingdom? Maybe you're a builder and he's asked you to build his, build his kingdom. Maybe you're a painter and he's asked you to, you know, paint the walls. Maybe you're a, 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 a you stock shelves at a supermarket. Maybe you're actually called to stock shelves of heaven with souls. Come on, there's actually a greater calling in your life than you actually realize. And if we would choose to step into Jesus, if we would choose to follow him, maybe we would actually understand. Um, it's so easy to sell our dreams uh, for, for our confidence security. It's so easy just to be like, hey, actually, no, that's so much bigger than what, uh, the, what I can do. So I'm just going to sit back here. I've got the car. I've got the money. I've got the, the family. I've got the friends. But actually, Jesus has called us into something greater. Often we find our comfort in these things, but God has actually said, hey, I'm the comforter. I'm the, tr I'm the truth. I am, I am. Um, when, the reason why God wants us to do this, okay, he doesn't just do this because he's like, hey, um, follow me because I'm the bee's knees, which he is the bee's knees. He's like the bee's knees of the bee's knees, and he created those bee's knees. So he's, he's pretty cool. But actually the reason why God wants you to trust Him fully is because He knows He's about to call you out to something which you're not gonna be able to do by yourself. And if you trust in your money, if you trust in your job, then these things, are, these things are like, they're gonna move. Sometimes you're gonna have, have money, sometimes you're not gonna have money. But God is consistent. He is truth. He is always there. He's always got you. He's always speaking good things about you. Come on, he, I know who you say I am, that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. I should have changed my lock. Come on, Jesus doesn't want us to follow him for the sake of it. Uh, scripture around that is trust in your Lord, uh, Proverbs 3, 5, verse 6. Trust in your Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, trust him and he will make your path straight. God has something bigger, greater, and more spectacular than you could ever understand. Um, a wee testimony for me um, about stepping out in God is I've always grown up in a Christian home. Um, my parents sometimes went to church, but... I was always faithful in going to church. I always knew that there was a place for me there. Um, but it came to when I was about 17, um, 
this creative lab thing came out and um, Pastor Wayne and Olivia was like, hey, I reckon you should come. Basically, it's a school that at the time wasn't funded or anything by government, so you'd have to kind of like fundraise and get yourself there. And I was like, hey, that'd be cool, but like, if I go there, I'm going to a full-time study and um, my parents aren't in a position to, um, to fund me and like, I'm not in a position to work to be able to fund me because it's Auckland, it's not mastered, and we're mastered, and you can live by working an hour and pay you the rest of your life. Um, but, but hey, it's cheap there, it's cheap there. I'm not, it's a great town. Um, but, but for me, this was a step of faith, and I, the only reason I could step out and be like, actually, God, I'm gonna do this. For me, going to Creative Lab, I had no money. Uh, I actually didn't have a place to leave until I left on a Tuesday, and I got a place on the Monday. So I was just going up, and I was going, hey, God, I know you're faithful. I know you're consistent. I know you'll always provide for me. So I can know I could go up to Creative Lab, go up to Auckland, whether I had everything sorted or not, but I knew that gold would always come through for me. Awesome. So if my first point was, um, let's come alive with an encounter with God, my second point was like, after coming alive, after experiencing this joy, come on, let's learn to trust Him fully. Cool. Um, our next clip and our last clip before we um, do some work. Um, this last clip is, uh, basically, there's a, the circus guys. Um, after this journey with Barnum and performing in the circus, I've actually learned uh, that they do have a calling, they do have a gift. Um, but then they go, Barnum's now kind of dealing with the upper class people and kind of the circus is becoming a side thing. Um, and these guys try to come into the um, room with the upper class and he's like, oh, no, you can't actually come in here. Um, but watch how they make a stand and say, no, this is who I am. Cool. Think she likes a man in uniform? I'm sure she does. Guys, what, what, what are you doing here? You got a show in an hour, okay? It's enough time for us to have at least three drinks, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Letty. What? It's very crowded in here, okay? And I can't have you mingling. Guys, who's going to pay admission if you're out there for all the world to see, okay? Have a great show. Wait. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, a toast. Jenny, America may not know it yet, but they are going to love you. Who is it? I am not a stranger to the dark Hide away, they say Cause we don't want your broken parts I've learned to be ashamed of all my scars Run away, they say No one will love you as you are But I won't let them break me down to dust I know that there's a place for us For we are glorious When the sharpest words want to cut me down I'm gonna send a blood, gonna drown a mound I am brave, I am bruised I am who I'm meant to be This is me Look out, cause here I come
gonna drown them out. This is brave. This is bruised. This is who I'm meant to be. This is me. Look out, you see your Awesome. If I'm about to the band up, how good is that song? Come on, that is just a stand and say, no, this is me. Um, oh, it's amazing. Um, there's a line I just picked up there, actually, and I really believe it's for someone here. There is nothing you're not worthy of. Come on, no matter what you've done this week, no matter what you've done in your lifetime, doesn't matter uh, what you've got, what illness, what sickness you might have, there's nothing that you're not worthy of. The presence of God will encounter you. You're welcome here. This is a place for you. Cool. I love the contrast of um, from the first song to this last song. Uh, if you watch um, Letty, who is the bearded lady, um, when she first started singing, she was a bit shy, a bit timid. She had a great voice, um, but she didn't actually understand who she was. And over the process of the movie, you see how bold and confident there was uh, at the end. There was a moment at the start when she got locked out, and you could see her tear, and you could be like, oh, actually, oh, this is actually questioning who I am. Um, but she had it on her lips. She knew who I was. When the sharpest word's going to cut me down, I'm going to send a flood, going to drown them out. You don't have to let the world define who you are. You don't have to let people um, tell you what you can do, what you can't do, what you're good at, what you're not good at, who you are and who you're not. Um, if you're a Christian, we need to make a stand. If, if you've encountered the presence of God, if you've come alive in the joy and, the, and you've had that encounter, if you learn to trust God and who He is, and if you've learned um, to stand on His Word, I believe that this will lead you to knowing who you truly are in God. Uh, Jeremiah 29, 11, um, it's a well-known verse. For I know the plans of you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Romans 12 uh, verse 2 says, Do not be conformed by this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, by the testing you uh, that testing, by testing you may discern uh, what the will of God is, uh, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Come on, this is what the world would say. I'm not a stranger to the dark. Hide away, because we don't want your broken parts. I've learned to be ashamed of all my scars. Run away, they say. No one will love you as you are. Who knows this is not the reality of Jesus Christ. This is what the world wants to, um, to speak around you because it, the world's just about getting ahead. About, it doesn't matter about everyone, but come on, Jesus says this. Um, come on, don't let them break you down to dust. There is a place for you. You are glorious. Uh, when the sharpest words want to cut you down, I'm going to set a flood and drown them out. You are brave. Uh, you might be bruised, but you are who you're meant to be. You are you. Look, look out, here I come. Uh, marching on to the bed I drum. I'm not scared to be seen. I make no apologies. This is me. Come on, if I invite you to stand that. Um, the presence of God is here right now. I don't know if you can feel it. I don't know what space of, um, of the walk of Jesus you're in, whether you've been here for the first time, but um, there are some truths in the Bible which, which God which, uh, believes about you. And I'm just gonna read them out. And then we're gonna go into a song. And I really feel like um, what I've said is all it is is just a framing for the Holy Spirit to come and encounter you right now. To say, come on, you are called. You are valuable. Come on, you have been made new. You are a child of God. You have been accepted. You have been set free.
You have been made alive in Christ. You have been made complete in Christ. God loves you for who you are and He's chosen you as you are. He has forgiven you. You are saved. You are justified. You are healed. You are more than a conqueror. You are an overcomer. You are whole. You are clean. You are loved. You are faithful. You are capable. Come on, living for Jesus isn't all smooth sailing, but we learn to trust in Him. We know He's always gonna be there. God's always gonna be there whether you fall over, whether you stumble, but He's gonna pick you up. He is a good God. When we learn to say, uh, when we learn who God says we are, that will be our response. Just like Letty, the bearded lady. Come on, she could have been um, discouraged. She could have been like, actually, uh, I'm not. I'm not a great singer. I'm not loved. I'm actually I'm not beautiful, but she knew the word on her lips that were, they were actually, no, I am talented. I am gifted. There's a place for me here. Come on. Um, she, shook, she took a risk of following the circus. She took a risk of stepping out. People might have laughed at her, but she said, actually, no, there's a greatness inside of me. And I want to tell you, friend, that there's a greatness inside of you, that there's a call inside of you this morning. And if you'll just reach out to Jesus and you'll say, God, I need you. God, I want you. God, come into my life. He's waiting for you. He's a gentleman. He's not going to come and bust you over. But when you accept Him and when you say, hey, Jesus, I need you right now. Jesus, I want you right now. Jesus, is a circumstance in my life right now which I need you. I believe He's not gonna fail. I believe He's gonna come right in. I don't know where you are on your walk of life, but right now I believe there's an encounter for you. We're gonna go back into the song which says, I sought the Lord, He answered me. And I want you to make that prayer for you, whether you believe it right now or whether you're having a trouble. We hope you enjoyed this message recorded at Equippers Church, Dunedin. We pray it blessed you. For more information, please visit equipperschurch.com.